Heyo, today we are celebrating. We kind of launched our second project that came through Local Pub Co. And it's really exciting because I think more than anything local and everything that I aspire to do is, is to do the things. Get us all out of this want and wonder track and move into do and deliver. Because if we have dreams out there, they are no good. Just dreams, right? And and we have to say the things that we want, but then we got to create some tracks that are going to deliver on those things. We have to move into this place of knowing and out of this place of wanting and desiring because that energy takes us nowhere. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey, on this season five vibe, and everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing, and fine-tune correcting what that looks like, and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth so you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that i am promising you will be there you will end up lost you are not going to get there just know that um but it's it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real. And this is all real. This is me living my life out loud. So we can all do our dreams. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. I'm your host, Hannah Banana Ness. That is not officially my middle name, but we might be changing some Instagram accounts. I am not going to lie. And it is fun to have fun here with you every morning. I feel like some of the work that I do is like, we got to be very serious, but you should know every second that I have to be serious, there is a 
yellow, bright, loud child trying to break free. Please put me back in colorful environments that crave creativity and excitement. Let the people cheer, would you? Let them be excited. This is supposed to be fun. Let's have some fun and fun. Looks like music and dancing and celebration and Sometimes when I have to go to meetings where that doesn't exist or I have to do work where that can exist. And I understand that all things have to exist together. But just know that I am like, <laughs> please get me out. And then the second that I'm out, I feel like I have to scream or, or, or do a jig or I don't, you know, anything. Like, Let me be loud again, please, please. Uh, anyways, I have deeper issues for sure. Um, but I, I love what I do and I love how I do it. And I love that, you know, even though sometimes we got to kind of, Hey, the whole Hannah isn't going to work here today. I love that 99.8% of the time I get to be full Hannah Banana Nuss. And, you know, she's she's fun. And it's fun that she gets to be out here living this life because she did not always get to show up. I would say I I have a very quick understanding of what's expected. I can read the room quickly. I actually get really frustrated when people can't read the room. Um, probably because I have like such a heightened sense. And I want y'all to know as you listen to this, like, wow, this girl's really full of herself. Like, no, I really love and understand the gifts that I have and the importance that it is, right? Like my duty in this life to live in my fullest because my fullness helps someone else expand and express and maybe find their fullness. And it's a sad, sad world when we like, no, don't be full. No, don't be this person. Ooh, might want to be less. Ooh, do, 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 do. Right? And we like kind of hand out these demands like, whoa, make it fit. No, don't make it fit. Be you. Because when you're being you, I see you. And that helps me see me. And that's the kind of me that we want to be. And I, yeah, I, 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 I love working with people like that. I love feeling people like that. I hope that if you're in that place of, of listening to this and going, wow, she's really full of herself. I really hope that you go back to, you know, the first seasons and you listen to the pain and the spite and the anger that's still lined in a lot of those episodes and you hear the self-deprivating talk and you hear sort of the spinning back and forth and you get a chance to take part in that because I have not always been in this place 
where I understand what my fullness looks like. And I understand that it needs to be in places where it's appreciated. And I understand that we no longer make it fit literal episodes where I'm bawling because I don't understand why I'm not being picked. I've done everything that I can do to fit and I'm, it's still not enough. And like, that's because sometimes you're not supposed to fit in places. And I, I dare to even say, all of the time, you're not supposed to fit in spaces. Like you are meant to live out loud. And that does not mean that you need to wear bright colors or or be extremely outgoing. It's whatever living out loud means for you. Whatever feels best and at most light for you, even if that's sitting at home on your couch. What is living out loud? How do you want to live this life. You get to decide. So my great thing is continuing to find spaces where full Hannah can come to life, where Hannah can walk in in whatever she feels like wearing. And most of the time it's a graphic tee. I love graphic tees. I am not going to lie. I love a bright color graphic tee, sometimes even with a little witty saying, but always with like some tie to me. I don't think, I think Clothing is the easiest billboard that people overlook because it's everywhere. Listen, I'd love to pay for a billboard that tells me how many people on average drive by this, but I don't know. Are they looking down at the radio or like a t-shirt all day long? Duh. Why would we market any other way? Come on. Come on. We shouldn't. We shouldn't do that. And so I, I love being able to show up in that. I love that sometimes there are things that I have to get dressed up for. I love even being able to dress in my personal style. I used to be the person who was like, okay, it's pantsuit, it's gray, it's blues, it's what's expected, must do the power suit if I want to be respected. No, I'm not doing that. I don't work in environments where that's necessary. And if you don't respect me showing up as who I am and how I feel best dressing, then that's not me. Like, that's all you. Because the work I do earns respect. And yeah, I don't, you know, at some point, do I need to dress for success and, and change? Once in a while, I have to, right? Like, once in a while, there are just blazer moments that have to happen. But even if I'm forced to wear a blazer, and usually I choose sweater vest over blazer, but if I have to wear a blazer, you should know that it is going to be in my color palette. We are not doing boring blazers anymore. This is not the black, white, gray, blue, sometimes pop of red if we're feeling spicy and empowered movement. This is me. And so it's not just a blazer, right? Like it's a, <laughs> it's a found in a consignment wool blazer that's boyfriend fit unintentionally. Like it's, it's, we're making it us. There is a spin because when you see me, you are not going to confuse me with the next power suited, powerful female, 
No, you're going to go, oh, yep, that's Santa. This is not some long list of, of blazers and accomplishments. This is me just doing work that feels good to me, that I feel inspired to do. And when I'm inspired, that impacts my clothing choices, that impacts the way that I feel inspired to show up. It's all related. It's all related. And that's what we want for everyone. So I feel great that I am being put in places where I get to express myself in my fullness. I get to show up with who I am. I understand. Um, that that's not always going to be the case, but I am excited that I am the one that gets to create what life looks like and how I show up and what I look like and that I get to own that piece and that that piece is a part of my brand. This look, this aesthetic, this vibe, it hits different, period. Like it is not what's expected. Um, so yeah, that is a really great feeling. I feel great about that. I feel great about what I get to build. I feel great that I get to be the one that's doing and delivering all of this and that I am attracting people who have found their own light in their likeness. You know, it's really powerful stuff. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Um, I am really excited today because yesterday we took another step in local pub code, which was like this crazy idea that, okay, local works in this way. How does this apply to other things? And if we're looking to solve problems for entrepreneurs, what can we build that would be helpful next? And that was sort of the birth of local pubco. I had so many entrepreneurs that were like, I always wanted to write. And I was like, no more, always wanted to. What do we have to do to make that happen? If that's the step that you want to take. So I ran a course. We got some people interested. We got people closer to writing their books than they ever had been before. And we ended with a journal and a book out of that class. Now, they'll get to retake that class and we'll get to to get those done there's a lot of restructuring and learning but yesterday we had the first physical moment with this journal and it was so cool it was so cool to see to to experience someone's light for a project to experience their continual fuel that builds off of completing a like 
lifelong checklist. And you go, well, Hannah, isn't that sort of cheating the system? Because maybe they didn't envision it's not. And it is no different. Because here's the deal. The end game isn't really what you're what you're trying to get at. Whether or not you find success, whether or not you get the award, whatever, does not matter. It's really all about the work that goes into it. Like, if you don't get to the end, but you did everything leading up to it, you would still feel pretty successful. And some people will say that. Yeah, I did this, this, and this, and then it just never really happened or I never really, they'd still feel fine about it. I talked to an author early on after I had published my first book and he had said, yeah, I've written millions of transcripts, hundreds of transcripts. And I just, I don't think I'm ever going to publish, you know, but he feels accomplished because he's writing and he's doing the work and, and someday, you know, probably someday someone's going to find all these things. And if they care enough about them, they're going to send them to a publisher and, and maybe it'll be like a dead artist scenario where he gets discovered after he's gone and makes bazillions, right? <laughs> Isn't that everyone's dream? <laughs> but he is doing the work. And the work is what creates the next step in energy. And so if we can even just get you to do the work, get you to see it a little further beyond where you are right now, then sometimes that's all that it takes. So it doesn't take, right? Everybody usually teaches these steps and they overcomplicate it. And then it's like you're burned out before you even get started. We want you to get started first. Because we know that the energy from doing the actual work that you're passionate about, whether it's researching or, or writing or whatever, we know that once you get into that, if you still enjoy it, once you're that close to it, it will continue to build. It just will. It is a natural result of doing the work. It continues to build so long as you continue to be inspired by it. So that is really important in this. So seeing this big project and, and big projects, especially, especially books, especially journals, like they are, they take forever. There's so much back and forth. It's frustrating for everybody that's working on it. I've never worked on one where it's been like, gosh, that was easy. I think after your first one, certainly, you know who you're working with, you know how they work, you get more comfortable, but the first one is always extremely painful. So having someone to continue partnering and pushing and, and, and kind of hearing you out as you struggle with the pain points that is this work, no matter what, no matter if you hire the best person that's ever done this work, or you hire someone who has never done this work, it's always painful. It's just painful because it's, it's big and it's a lot and you've never done it before. And it's a big thing to manage. And so if we can help guide that conversation, we can continue kind of rolling the truck forward. We know that we'll get where we want to go and you'll get better at the work that is required. You'll get better at asking for specific things. You'll get better at all of the things, but you never will if you stay out in this, well, how am I going to get to my end goal first? And we teach you all the things to get to your end goal first, and you never actually start on the thing. 
You never start on the thing that's going to be a problem, right? We know that you have to do the work. It has to happen. Sitting here and wishing and, and, and wanting and planning and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's um, desire can't meet a vibration of have. That's not the right word, right? But like, this is the principle of manifestation. You can't want something because the want of something declares a lack. You are better to do the thing and create that vibration versus standing here in a place of want. Because we can't accept things that we are crying out for. It's like the, the, it doesn't compute. Like no equation found, not going to work. You can't want something. You have to get into this place of it's a given. I know that it's coming. I know that it's here. I know that it's mine. I know that it's on the way. That's the conversation that you want to have. Not sitting in this place of, of want or lack. Because that energy is the energy that's going to keep you stuck there, right? Because we're going, I want to write a book someday. I really want to write a book someday. And here you are declaring to the universe, oh, I have not written a book. I want, I want, I want, right? And we pray for those things and we continue manifesting this life of want instead of a life of in. It's a completely different vibration. It takes a ton of mental energy, especially if the people in your circle are not there yet. It takes a ton to keep yourself on that track, to not fall back into that regular mental cycle of want, need, desire. Like it's, it's a, to me, pointless. That's pointless. Pointless to sit here and go, huh. Yeah, if I had this, if I had that, like, let's get to a place of having that. Let's have that. Let's write that book. Let's help other people write that book. Let's figure that out. Let's write a book. Let's start with just writing. Let's start with the easiest step. Let's not stay in this place of want. Let's not stay in this place of lack. Let's get into a place of have. Let's get into a place of doing. Let's get into an energy shift and Doing is the shift that's required. Sitting and thinking for too long puts you in a place of lack and desire and you get stuck there easily. And so many people just get stuck there. Wish I could. Yeah, in a dream scenario. Yeah, in this dream life. And then you waste away years of life just wishing for things that you're never going to have because you're literally wishing for them. If there was something that I wanted, right? Like, okay. I want to launch a publishing company. Instead of going, I want to launch a publishing company, I'm launching a publishing company. And then guess what that does, right? Because here's, here's the difference in conversation. And this is really important. I want to launch a publishing company. And then I'm going to sit there and go, oh, I want to launch a publishing company. Okay. Well, if I was going to why would we change the conversation? Let's start the conversation there. If I want to launch a publishing company, I am giving myself a list of things that I would have to do, right? Like want and have to come together. And that is a dangerous thing because we don't 
have to do anything. So when we don't have to do anything, it's really easy to just go, well, I wanted to, and I won't, and I don't, and I haven't, and it's not going to happen. And it's a dream scenario and I'm out, I'm out. Right. But I would say to myself, I am going to, I am launching, right. Even take out the going to, I am launching a publishing company. And once I step into the, I am, all of a sudden I have this ownership piece that I did not have with I want, right? I'm like, okay, I am launching a publishing company. Okay, I guess I better get that figured out. How do we do that? Okay, well, first, I don't know. You know, we need authors. That would be important. So how do we get those? And how do we leverage that? And how do we start talking about that? Okay, well, I'm going to put that to work. I'm going to need some authors. I am getting authors. I'm going to get authors. I am getting authors. That's my first line to do item. Next, I am going to register. I am registering my company. I know that I'm going to need all of that. I know that has to happen. I know that that has to happen. Okay, we can register that. We can set up bank accounts. We can do all of that. That's movement. That's doing. Notice none of these things are... I'm going to write my 12-step plan. No, I am filing the business. I am purchasing (laughs) ISBN numbers (laughs) through an online agency that sells ISBN numbers, and I am registering them under my publishing company. And you go, oh, how do you know how to do all of this? Okay, the second that I get to something that I don't know how to do, I start researching it, right? And instead of thinking of all the things that I don't know how to do all at once, I think of the first thing that I don't know how to do and I figure that out first. And then I move to the next thing that I certainly don't know how to do and I figure that out next. And then I move to and I try to just list them as to how I do them. And then when I'm helping other people, it makes it so much easier. This is like, okay, always refocusing on what we can do because people will spend and waste a million miles a minute on what has been done, what hasn't been done, on what all the problems are. But that's gone. It's over. There's nothing that you can do about that. It's done. So what can we do now? Continuing to pull back, refocus. Hey, what can we do now? I know, I know. Like air the grievances. Fine. That's over. What can we do now? What is the next step? Where are we going from here? What is the movement that's required? Because staying in this little sad place where, uh, no, no, you know. And if you don't know, you need to go figure that out. That is the next step. We're going to go figure that out. There is no wasted energy here. Stay focused on what the end goal is and build systems to help you get there. And the system looks like this. What is the first thing that I need to know? What is the first thing that I need to do? Okay, we're going to figure that one out first, right? What is the second thing that I need to do? We're going to figure that in all the way down the list. And I make that list in real time. Not here are the 53 things that I would need to do to launch my thing next week. No, in real time. If I wanted to write a book, I should probably start writing words. That would be in its simplest form. And I start there. I need to figure out how to write words. And I should probably be practicing that. And where could I practice that 
for free and in front of an audience. If I have no audience, y'all have social media. It is so super simple. You have an audience, even if it's just your family, it is still an audience that you can learn to captivate. Even if they have no money at all to support you, they can support your words and your writing on there and they can react to it positively, negatively, whatever they can react. And that is bold and it's hard to do. But if you wanted to, you would, and you would just start writing. And then as we build in complexity, what comes next? Well, uh, how does someone write a book? And that's what they say. I want to write a book. No, I am writing a book. Okay, so what is the first step? Writing words. Well, that's super easy. Yeah, let's just make it super easy. Let's write the words. Let's write the words and then figure out what comes next. And we want to overcomplicate it, overdream it, overthink it. No, matter of factly, what comes next? If we were forcing you to write this book today, <laughs> and we did, um, what needs to happen? What do you need to know right then? Well, you need to figure out how to make yourself some time so that you can write this dang book. Okay, we can figure that out. We need to figure out how to right? Okay. That sounds like a research thing. What books do you like? What, what styles are you drawn to? Let's just, let's look into that a little bit. And we don't go crazy with that. We're not like research for the rest of your life until you find the exact novel that you want to model your novel after. Nope. We put a time limit on it. Okay. You're done researching. Good. What did you find? What did you like? What don't you like? How would you write yours? Go. And then we just kind of keep going from there. But Really, it's hard to not get lost in this like want, desire, mental track pattern. And dreams are, are difficult in that because sometimes we come from places where people are like, yeah, dream big and, and say the things that you want. And then you're like, I want this. And, and a lot of our um, just normal asking methodologies like prayer and, and different things are coming from this place of desire and want. And it's problematic because not that we can't get things that we want or desire, but this piece where we let go of figuring out how to make that happen, I feel like is when the doors swing open. Like once you give into this is a given, this is happening for me, I am, I am exactly where I need to be once you give in to that power. And I feel like that is the power of local pub co. And, and sometimes that is the power of local because it allows you to release the desire portion and get into the work. And the work is the regenerative, regenerative, <laughs> regenerative, regenerative, Re, I can't say words. So it's just like that energy is going to continue building <laughs> on itself because you are doing instead of desiring, right? We want do instead of desire, given instead of want. Like it is a given, it is happening. I am building an empire. It is happening. I, I built an empire. Let's not even say I am. I built an empire. And then you're like, okay, I know that it's mine. 
and I release all control of how that happens. And you would be amazed at how the world opens up for that. Having that conversation, having that declaration versus that desire is a game-changing energy. Declaration over desire. Declare what it is that you want. And that can be private, right? But like, it doesn't have to be, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I want this. I want blah, blah, blah. this like needy energy. No, we don't have a needy energy. We have an abundant energy. Like everything that I want is coming to me. Duh. And this is not, I did a lot of healing from toxic positivity. This is different. This is a way that you make statements. This is a way that you manifest your desires. And yes, over time, it it forces you to be this positive person, but it's not that we don't pause to accept, you know, the reality of life and, and how life can get low from time to time. It's that we understand that it is, and we understand that everything is happening exactly as it's supposed to. And I, when you release the desire and you step into the given, like the determination of what you want, when you step into that energy, you can't not get there. You're getting there all in time. So everything makes sense. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world.